Fuck. Ow. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ow. My ring just got caught in the door and nearly took my fucking finger off. <laughs> you sounded like in Family Guy when Peter falls over and hurts his knee. I don't remember that. He's like, Ow. Ow. <laughs> Oh my god, I've just bent this ring out of shape. Oh. Well, at least gonna... it wasn't your other ring that you bent. <laughs> Makes a fucking change, doll. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't believe that. Yeah, so I just woke up this morning and my Twitter account had been disabled. I just like. So do, do you know that? Does it tell you the reason why? So the last time this happened, it took away the Cocktails and Cocktalk one, but it was. It took away my personal one as well. And they'd basically like permanently banned me from having a Twitter because every time I tried to sign up with a new account, it, they obviously had my IP address because they just kept cancelling it straight away. No. And there was no reason at all. Oh my goodness. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Hang on, people post horrible things on Twitter. I know, I know. That's why I was like, I couldn't get my head around it. Um, but then I, I obviously kind of made peace with that got around it, started a new one. Yeah. Um, and I think this one was at like 35,000 followers. Okay. So again, I'm thinking, not going to get a reason. I've just logged into my like side email where it was being hosted. And it turns out it was reported by uh, a D-list celebrity. Okay. A little D-list celebrity. <coughs> Hang on, can you can you name them to me, but just be put out in the... Yeah, so okay. it was, do you know... No, I don't know who that is. So he was on X on the Beach. He's got like a massive dick. His pictures have been like everywhere. Okay. Um, and I, I think it's... Is he British then? Yeah, yeah, he's British. Right, okay. So basically, this person is very happy to take all of like the gay attention and the queer media when they want it oh my but that's but that's a thing now that's yeah. such a thing now i mean actually it's weird i was talking about this the other day um my, uh, our lawyer for um for the charity mm. is gay and we were walking down the street and he's and he said to me he went isn't it so weird how um straight men used to be the ones that um were kind of gross and girls would all say like oh why is he always gay because gay men would be like the fantasy because they were the ones who took care of themselves but now it's like the tables have turned and straight men have started just doing everything that used to be stereotypical of gay behavior yeah totally and and so this is this is where um it comes even more into play so the video that I'd posted was of this guy doing gay for pay. Okay. And this is, talk we're probably talking maybe like eight, nine years ago or something. And when you say gay for pay, like full gay sex? Uh, I don't know if they bummed. <laughs> <laughs> was it a bum though? <laughs> they definitely did everything except bumming, that's for sure. Okay, sure. Because basically this was hosted on on like a porn website. I was going to say a proper porn website, but I don't know if I can give them that kind of credit. Um, it was like a an, a, an amateur gay website, like English Lads. Do you know that one? 
No, I'm kind. I'm not. I'm not up to date on my gay porn. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very Blake Mason. Okay, sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I get, so kind of like um, the pre OnlyFans gays. Yeah, right. So obviously okay. he has an OnlyFans now. And Who doesn't? Before before this uh, gay for pay thing even came out, he already had like leaked nudes, leaked nudes on Snapchat, things like that, and they'd already like gone viral. And that was kind of ma- what made him more of a name than actually anything else he's ever done. Because he's got a big dick, basically. Okay. And um, so then I've basically discovered this film, which was kind of like hidden, and then blogged about that. And he really didn't like that. So he was all like DMing me on Twitter, on Instagram, on my private account. Um, right. Basically threatening me and shit to get it taken down. And mm-hmm. the thing is, it's like, if if this was like his personal property, then that's a different matter. But it was the fact that it was like, you've done porn and now you just regret your decision. As a gossip and news outlet, that's the kind of thing I report on. Yeah. So anyway, this tweet that I'd posted, but bearing in mind this Twitter account isn't under Cocktails and Cocktalk, it's under a different name. Oh, I think you've sent me links to one of these posts before. You've got, you, you had a couple of little things going on, didn't you? Yeah, a few little, a few little side, side Twitter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so it's basically, he has reported it, but then in this email, so obviously what the email I've got from Twitter, where it's like they've opened the case... You can see basically everything, like their name, their email address, their actual address, their phone number. That's so interesting that Twitter would just let you see exactly who would report you. Because it's a copyright claim. so Right. Okay, sure. But who is it that owns the video? So this is the thing. He doesn't own the video. Yeah. English lads own the video. Okay. And he's even put in his complaint. So when you scroll through the email, it's not just me, it's... Like horny wank bank, uh, like these are all other like. <laughs> that's a, there's a that, that's a great drag name. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Miss Horny Wank Bank. <laughs> I love it. I'd go watch her show. <laughs> you know she's gonna be filthy as well. Uh, so then there's like Speedo Addict One, whatever. There's all these other accounts who he's uh, complained against who have maybe posted the video as well. But in his complaint, he's put. Uh, Video of me naked taken from my private OnlyFans. I'm like, this isn't on your OnlyFans. Okay, so you can technically dispute this then? I could do, yeah, if I wanted to go for technicality. At the moment, what I've done is, I think the two options are to reach out to them um, personally and just like ask them to retract their complaint and then say that you'll take the video down, which is what I've done because... It's just going to be easier than like trying to fight fire with fire. Sure, because you're going to have to prove ownership. I mean, obviously, I don't own it either, but yeah. And I have had a long, long history of. I don't know if it's the same guy that runs this as who runs another website as well, but all of these people who run these like basic amateur vanilla air quotes gay websites, where. It turns out that so many people who have been on, like, these trashy reality shows, like X on the Beach or whatever, just happen to have nude shoots done by these places beforehand. Okay. It's quietly, it's a bit strange, but, yeah, I've always had dramas with them because they'll have a go at me about copyright, but I'm like, if you've 
put the images on your website with no yeah. paywall public knowledge then yeah you forfeited the copyright to it right okay um so yeah i'll keep you updated as to how that's gonna go oh my god i love the little porny dramas that you get into <laughs> well i mean obviously i've been threatened to be sued a few times but this is just annoying because obviously me and him have had a heated exchange in my inbox before to the point where i just blocked him because he was threatening me yeah do you know what as well just fucking send the video to a load of people and be like can you share this and just get loads of people sharing it <laughs> i would that's that's exactly what i would do i would share it with loads of people i'd be like share this share this share this oh uh, well what i was thinking was just running another article and just yeah but also just to let the gays know like just don't support people who like and if i screenshot the messages he's very much denouncing ever wanting like the publicity from the gay media and i'm like no but without straight straight girls publicity. are not masturbating to your gay porn sweetheart like that's <laughs> yeah. not how it works <laughs> but even before that and i'm like no, people didn't even know who you were before i posted pictures of your fucking dick yeah for sure yeah i made I, her I... what she was <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so over the whole, like, straight capitalising on LGBT money. Like, it's something that I come up against quite a lot with the charity. We had something this week where um, I don't know if it was straight-owned or not, but it might have just been, like, gay man-owned. But um, obviously with the charity, a lot of our visibility comes through the T-shirts that we sell. Like, sure. ev- we've, we've sold, like, 1,700 T-shirts globally. That's amazing. Yeah, and they keep, they just sell. They, they, everybody loves these T-shirts. So, like, and we've sent them all over the world. Like, I've sent them to Japan. I've sent them to South America. I've sent them to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, everywhere these T-shirts are. And um, something was brought to our attention this week, which was, like, it looked like it was probably gay male owned, but I'm still annoyed over it. They basically just ripped our t-shirt design off and started selling it on their website. Oh, I saw that. I reported that for you, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, and it's just frustrating because, like, you, they'd they'd screenshot one of our pictures and used it to promote their own t-shirts but then it was like linking our bio to purchase and i clicked on the link in their bio and it was like disgusting t-shirts that were obviously like sweatshop made and it was like pictures of like gay llamas it was like the type of t-shirt that you would see at like swansea pride 2009 oh my god i was just about to say it's what somebody from out of london would wear to pride yeah yeah just like just not our brand not my brand for sure yeah and um and they'd and they were capitalizing on our stuff but i mean it leads me back to the point like i'm just so over how much like companies capitalize on companies people straight people like they just take and it's like that's not for you you know like credit gay talent leave it you know um i said i went to a a birthday party on um on friday evening i think it was Um, and I was saying like, because I spend so much of my time now, like campaigning for trans and gay rights, I feel like I've gone to such the other side of the spectrum where I'm becoming like (laughs) anti-straight. Like I'm like anti-straight and cis. Like I see it and I'm like, ugh, gross. (laughs) I know what you mean, but I think when you obviously are doing more work in that sector, you see even more of the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like 
where they do things against us. <laughs> oh my god, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it just, oh my god, I was going to say I, penalties, and I was like, wait, <laughs> term? like no, that's not right. I could, I, I, I could talk about it fucking all day long, but yeah, it's um, it's just ridiculous. And you're right, like these these straight men that are just taking gay money online because they they know how easy it is, and it's I mean, it's kind of um, it its own vicious cycle because gay men fetishize straight people, straight men also. Right. And it comes back to the whole like straight acting, you know, like, oh, he looked so straight. He acted so straight. Like, why is that nice? Like, why is that a good thing? Like, that's not what he is. What, what you're like fetishizing the fact that he's acting like something he's not, you know, it's so grim. I hate it. Did you see the video on, that was circulating online this week of the two gay guys that were in the Starbucks drive through and the, and they were like taking the piss out of the boy who worked at Starbucks because he was gay sounding. Did you see that? No, was it real? Or was it like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It was like, a, a, it was like two gay guys on TikTok and they were like driving up to the Starbucks drive through and they were being like, thanks, have a great day. Like taking the piss out of the way that this, this boy spoke. But they were and gay then he, as well. They were gay as well. They were like, yo, we're gay, but listen to how fucking gay this is. And like, he handed them their drinks and he was like, you guys have a great day. Thanks. Bye. And they, and they drove off and they were like ripping into him. It's like, why do you hate yourself so much? Why is there so much internalized weird gay stuff? I hate it. Right. Literally. One more time for the people at the back. How you sound doesn't make you any more gay if you still take a dick up your ass. Yeah, and as well, like support those people. Those are the ones that need your support. You're lucky enough to be to have the privilege of getting through the world undetected until you choose to be so. Like that, that luck of the draw. You know, people don't choose this way of life. People don't. You know, it's just it's what it is, and you should support people. It's so fucking gross. I hate it. And also watching like ten years when he's the one that's like doing your sister's hair for her wedding, making her not look like some busted bitch. Like, these... Oh, let me tell you, because these things come back on themselves. Oh, they you have look a funny way of coming around, that's for sure. The people, listen, those fucking, cis, um, not sis, sorry, those fucking big muscle guys that used to frequent Vauxhall nine years ago, and it was all about who could look and act the most as masculine, are the ones now with glitter on their faces that sink the pink dressed as a fairy. Like, it comes back around. You are who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the real <laughs> queen will jump out sooner or later. It lives within us all, doll. You should just accept it. <laughs> um, so what else has been going on? Any other news for me? Um, God, but we've, we haven't spoken for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I started work again. Um, I've okay. gone back to work. Not in my old line of work. Actually, in my old, old line of work. The company I worked for a few years ago called me and basically asked me to come back. Um, which was which I wasn't expecting, and I was kind of a little bit like cautious about doing. But I'm I actually really like it. It's um the company's a lot different now, so I'm happy there. However, I have discovered that um, work is just not for me. Yes, I've just yeah. Like I was I was there yesterday for nine hours, and the whole time I was just thinking, I don't think this way of life is for me anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to do this. No, <laughs> so, I just want to get paid to sit at home. Like we're on furlough. 
yeah, and I just want to do nice things, you know, like things that I actually like bloody really love. So it's given me a little bit more drive to keep going with the charity and make sure that that can be my full-time job within the next year because I am, yeah, I just don't really want to work in like a full-time job for anybody else now. It's just not for me. It's not for me. Working not for me is my conclusion anyway. (laughs) Not for me. Not, it's not, it's not, I don't have it on my vision board for myself, so I'm not going to do it. Um, Yeah. Oh, we're planning for the new um, trans pride protest as well. I want to mention that. So they, on September 12th is the um, is the Trans Pride protest um, in London, and all of the details are on the Not Face Instagram. I hate to plug a pro to, um, plug pro, plug a promo, but it's really important that as many people come as possible. So if you're in London, come to the protest Saturday, the 12th of September. Yep. Um, fabulous. Fab- fabulous. Fabulous. Um, I don't uh, think I'm here that weekend. I might be in Greece. Oh, you're going to Greece? I think so. I really just need to get away, but. How lovely. What's made you go there? I just, I've never been to Grace. Which part are you going to? I might go to like Crete. Okay, nice. You're not going to go to the standard Mekinos then? No, because I think I'm most likely going to be going on my own. Okay. Just because a lot of my friends either like don't have the money or they have to like work through it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like they can't take time off at the moment. So, but I just, yeah, I just want a break. And I just think, oh, you know, if I just go like somewhere like Crete for now, Mykonos, I would go like with my gaze and as well if you, if you went to Mykonos on your own you know you would just spend the whole time on Grindr oh 100% I mean that's probably what I'll be doing like 64% of the time anyway <laughs> a sensible 74% <laughs> <laughs> that's fab have you ever been on, away on your own before yeah yeah obviously well, you have went, yeah well I went to like LA for three months went to New York for three months I did both of those on my own of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love travelling on my own. I've been quite a lot of places on my own. Yeah, I think it pushes you to speak to new people as well, which is nice. Yeah, and as well, like, it just gives you actually, I think it gives you time to properly have a break because you're right. not being you're not being performative to anybody else's needs. You're just doing what you want to do. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'm jealous. <laughs> Okay, well, let's enough about me and my holiday. Uh-huh. Um, let's talk about. So this week we're going to be talking about OnlyFans again. Did you see um, that Kerry Katona is on OnlyFans? Oh, she's rotten. Following suit with Daniela Westbrook. <laughs> oh my god, he's fucking mental. Obviously, everyone has one now. Like Bella Thorne has one. Like uh, I think Megan Thee Stallion has one. Oh, just on the note of Megan Thee Stallion, I don't. I think this might be something that you should look into because you'd be the perfect person to find out. I saw an article the other day that Megan Thee Stallion is trans. Oh, yeah, and they showed her birth record, and her birth name was Joshua. Oh, yeah, and I don't know if it's maybe it's fake, but. Um, they like showed that they, there was like loads of proof of it, and it was just like what nobody's talking about is that Megan Thee Stallion's actually trans, which I kind of hope. Oh my god, that would be kind of epic, yeah. It'd be everything. Anyway, back to Carrie Katona getting her rat out. <laughs> she stopped selling prawn rings at Christmas and started selling her prawn ring all year round. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, who wants to see Kerry Katona on OnlyFans? I just, and I'm like, girl, you've gone from like trying to make this, I don't know, not that she 
obviously she was like doing coke on this morning or whatever, but she did always try to maintain some sort of wholesome image. Well, that's gone out the fucking window, hasn't it? <gasps> I am curious though to know like, is she just doing like a sneaky like little nip slip or is she doing like a full on Rebecca Moore gangbang? I mean, I think people sign up for OnlyFans for content of a certain nature, don't they? So it's like supply and demand. Because I was sent the other day, somebody had screen recorded one of Daniela Westbrook's OnlyFans videos. And she was just full on fapping her fanny off in a sauna. And I mean, literally, you could see you could see everything but her kidneys. Like it was everything. And as well. She uses, you know, those weird Snapchat filters that she uses for all of her Instagram videos where it like makes her look like, like she's got glasses on and, or like a dog a or something. Oh my God, no. Yeah. She uses those filters for her OnlyFans too. Oh, and it's like just like... Cat with a pussy out. Yeah, like she was like, she, it, it, it was so weird. I'll send it to you. It's manky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but isn't it crazy how these people who have gone from like celebrities to porn stars just because they know how profitable it is. Do you know what, though, right? Celebrities of a certain genre are not nearly as rich as people think they are. Like, I remember... um, Especially British celebrities. British celebrities are not affluent unless they're very, very popular and they're doing something that's consistent for a very long time. They don't actually make that much money Um, because you remember I used to run Shadow Lounge, the gay club in Soho, and um, I, I, I don't know if I should name him or not. There was a very popular singer of a very popular band that was very popular in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, right, yeah, and what's his name? Are you going to be there? <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about, though, straight away? No, no, just tell me his name and I'll, you can decide afterwards if you want it. It was from Oh, my God. Right, so... Funnily enough, when, we, when you said British celebrities of like a certain affluent, whatever they're not... Sorry, British celebrities of a certain thing aren't very affluent... I immediately thought of that boy band. What do you mean? Because they did a they did cribs once, and I'm sure they did cribs, and it was like their parents' house in like Newcastle or something like that. And I was like, oh, oh, you mean? Yeah, yeah, babe. They're not rich. They're really not rich. And um, was a, I mean, no, no judgment, but was a was a sex worker and his his clients used to drink in the vip lounge or shadow lounge and he was paid to be there with them and he lived in um in a council property in west london and was an escort so i mean no god this is this, this is probably only going back about seven years ago um but that's what he does now he's was he's a sex- yeah oh yeah, babe, that, that money is not long. Oh, I didn't know that he, he did sex work. Yeah. I, I think this might be an exclusive. Yeah, for sure. A hundred, a hundred percent. And there was a very wealthy man who used to come and drink in Shadow Lounge, maybe three times a week. You, you're going to have to blank this name out. Um, his name was... And he turned out to be this huge money launderer and fraudster. And he went on the run from the police and um, and he ended up in prison. But he had prison. I think he's still in prison, but he had prison sentences to serve in Spain, Belgium and the UK. And he used to come to 
the club and he would hand you a pile of credit cards to pay his bills. His bills would be a couple of, yeah, his bills would be a couple of grand. And he used to tell us the pin numbers and give you a stack of cards and say, just keep going until one works. And his, um, his regular accompaniment was. Oh my God. Yeah. I've seen it all, darling. Does he have an OnlyFans? You'll have to look it up. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um, And also, there was a man. um, He was very, very old. I would be very surprised if he was still alive now. Um, And his name was John. And he was the inventor of um, Tetra Pak, which is um, the the um the container that like smoothies come in it keeps things refrigerated right and he was very wealthy and um he used to come in and he would um he would bring in a number of 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 um of of paid boys and would run in that circle too so yeah just just so you know, not everything is as it seems with British celebrities, and they need to find a way to earn a living. Because the thing is, as well, like you've got to you've got to kind of give it to Kerry Katona in, in a sense, because Kerry Katona is very obviously run out of money. However, <laughs> very obviously. <laughs> <laughs> she she can't go and get a job in Morrison's, you know, like she can't go yeah. and she can't go and be a, a receptionist of a building in the city or go and be a hairdresser. She can't do that kind of work. Why? Because her name is so associated with her failure. So what can she do? She can go on OnlyFans or you can you can still earn a living and a lot of people will pay for those OnlyFans sheerly out of curiosity. They're not going on there to have a wank of a character. Katona, they're going on, on there to see what's Kerry Katona doing, you know? I bet you get on there and she's just knocking back Stella's and doing lines. Fabulous. More power to her. <laughs> I certainly won't be paying to find out, though. No, I think I'll just wait for those to... Uh, I'll wait till I get that in the WhatsApp group chat. Yeah. Um, did you see uh, that thing? That <laughs> thing about the boy who has got his dad on OnlyFans and it's like the boy and the dad oh, are posing naked. I draw the line. I draw the line at wanking your dad off on OnlyFans. I draw the line, honey. Um, I draw the line there. That's too far. Like, like I don't, I, I think sex works fab. And I think if it, as long as it's somebody's absolute decision to be in sex work and they, they're not reduced to having to do it, then I think it's fab. I think more power to people get on with it. However... Going on OnlyFans and wanking your dad off. Hold no. on, were they were they actually wanking though? I don't know. I'm making assumptions. <laughs> okay, so going. Okay, what about having an OnlyFans and posing naked with your dad? To me, I still think that is too far. I think it should be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be illegal. Well, I mean, the thing is, right? I it's don't like even know if that boy's gay though. Is he? I don't know. I have no idea. It's, um, in that Twitter post that I sent you, his username was censored out, so you couldn't do it. I'm sure you can find it, you of all people. Oh, I'll follow him anyway. I already saw that a couple of days before you sent it to me, and I was like, right, I need to ask him for an interview. The only thing is, right, is now in the market of this online um, sex workers with OnlyFans, right, is it 
say if you go back two years ago, it was relatively new and not that many people were doing it. And the main ones that were, were already working porn stars, right? Now, especially post-COVID, everyone, everyone is doing OnlyFans. So how is it, how do you make yourself stand out amongst the crowd? Right. You get you get your dad's dick out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, is, is that whole thing of like, uh, the boundaries getting pushed further and further back. I always remember sort of around the start of OnlyFans, somebody was telling me that one of their friends in Australia had started and they said, but, oh, he started by basically just having sex with people from Grindr and things. And then, like, you know, after a couple months, the followers would start to drop off a little bit. Then, you know, next thing you know, he's, like, sitting on a traffic cone and shit. So it's always gets, like... You have to push the limits, kind of, to get a bit more sometimes, I think. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, it's very similar in a sense to any social media platform that you can start off with like a little bit of a funny a funny caption on something and people really like it and then you then you all of a sudden have to you 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 force yourself to think of a funny caption for everything because it gets the most response you know like people people want that biggest reaction that biggest response and we live in a world where everyone is fighting for that biggest reaction everybody wants that biggest response and so when 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 it's how you earn a living but with where where are those lines drawn you know because i i don't think it's called to be fucking posing naked with your dad you know but this this isn't just on uh only fans either really People are kind of like it's almost incest baiting. I guess they do, they do it on. Oh my god, they totally YouTube, are. TikTok. Totally. Yeah. I mean, one one of the highest searched categories on porn websites. I listened to a podcast um, done by Asa Hull, who's the um, she's like the the biggest <laughs> leading. That sounds like a drag queen's name, Asa Hull. Yeah, she's fucking fab. She's the highest watched um male porn star that in america that only that like specializes in anal and she's got a podcast it's amazing um and she's like a huge um like promoter for Pornhub, and she was saying on there that one of the highest search for categories on Pornhub is step parents now if you're going to venture into the line of like my stepdad mm. i mean it's 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 not too dissimilar from just saying my dad you know yeah. So and I and I think that him doing that, he's definitely capitalising on this weird kind of fetish that is a, it is a very gay thing as well of like daddy, dad, you know, like it's something that's said a lot. It's just somebody's actually made it instead of the fantasy, and it'd be like pretending to be somebody's stepdad or calling somebody daddy. Somebody's fucking with their actual daddy, you know. Right, well, this is, me, me and Darren spoke about this a few weeks ago, about um, just, like, the how the daddy fantasy gets pushed too far. And, mm-hmm. you know, is it kind of, like, exploiting the survivors of incest and child abuse and things? Mm-hmm. Um, by, yeah, and it's so common. You've Have you heard of the Cash Twins? Right. So I have, but uh, I actually heard of them. There's there's a, a locked locked down group on Facebook, and I've been in it for about ten years. And um, it's basically like a very small network, maybe three hundred 
members tops of um of trans women mainly in the US and the UK and it's like the well-known trans women like so like um Gigi Gorgeous was in it for a while uh Laverne Cox was in it for a while like a lot of the well-known trans but it's kind of where we all get together to talk shit about things and I was introduced to cash twins by that and they're full-on having sex with each other and other people yeah they're having like full-on threesomes I I used to follow them on my old Twitter account and that was quite a while ago so then it was only like recently I that they popped into my head again and I was like because I had uh, asked them for an interview as well because I'm like this just blows my mind because even when you see like uh, twin models a lot of the time they'll do like naked shoots together yeah again just to like to, to bait that twin cest fantasy and yeah like that's kind of one thing do you know what I mean like you would if you were in a changing room with your brother you would obviously change and get naked and it would just not be nothing you wouldn't even like look but the fact that they're posing together takes it up that level but these were like literally sh- when I went on there the other day they were sharing a dick oh it's disgusting sharing a dick and I'm like I couldn't even do that with one of my close friends I don't think um, well, I mean, in my younger years, I did do it with a couple of close friends. <laughs> However... Did you ever do it with Miles? No, I didn't do it with Miles, no. Um, funnily enough, I did do it with um, an out-of-drag drag queen that you would know as well. I'm not going to name. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was in my um, my very younger um very <laughs> drug and drink fueled days i think i know who um, it is to you yes glendora oh my god imagine oh that girl oh girl i remember that time you were sharing that cock girl <laughs> Um, yes, but um, as far as like siblings, I can't think of anything more repugnant than looking up and seeing my brother on the other end of a man. I know, right? You, you're not an only child. You, you've got a brother. I've got a brother and a sister. Yeah. Not, oh, not... of course you have. Yeah. I mean, just the thought of it. N- absolutely not. I just, I, my brain doesn't even compute it because my brother's straight, so it wouldn't, my, it wouldn't even be like. No. Has your brother got an OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's just, I don't know. You kind of think where, where, at what point do the platforms step in? I just don't think they will because um, there's a lot of people that watch it. Yeah, true. Well, the things on the things on YouTube, they're kind of not as bad but also worse because it won't actually be them obviously sharing a dick on twitter on on youtube but they'll they'll say things like oh yeah me kissing my 14 year old sister and it'll be like some straight what it'll be like yeah it'll be like some straight white boy vlogger oh my god i didn't know that oh my god yeah there's loads of things like this and then it's on like tiktok as well oh it's rotten absolutely rotten alex and i were watching um botched the other day um which is like our little secret guilty pleasure that we always watch botched. <laughs> yeah. um 
but there was um, there was these two Australian twins on there, and they were obsessed with one another, and they had to be completely identical at all times. And then they were on botch because they had boob jobs together, and one of them got a wonky tit. Um, and they shared a boyfriend. They had one boyfriend, oh, and. And they were like talking about when they would get married and they would both marry the same man. And it's like, what? That's what? So weird. So weird. Like, that's like my worst nightmare. I'm like, bitch, my biggest fear is like not being one of a kind. <laughs> oh my God, completely. Um, I, I just, I just, I can't imagine it, you know? But there's loads of things that I can't imagine. I mean, it, it, I mean, it is a case of like, you know, different, diff, different courses, different horses, I guess. But like, 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 I can't imagine dressing somebody up as a baby and then shagging them. I can't imagine like wanting to have sex with a cross dresser. I can't imagine. No, but there's like, you know, you know, there's like, okay, yeah, you have that close bond with your sister, but sharing your man's naked body with your sister, it's just gross. Also, at what point did that come up in conversation and you both decide that it was okay? Like, <laughs> as twins, like, you you know, you go to school together, you get mistaken for one another occasionally, so you get different hairstyles. And, you know, that's like the kind of the lifespan of, of identical twins, isn't it? They, like, try and find their differences whilst remaining in the same and all of that. And then at what point do you just go, like, yeah, let's get double-dicked together, you know? Like, what? And yeah. which one of them suggested it and which one agreed, you know? Like, what? The, how did that happen? Wait, are you talking about the Cash Twins now? Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I could you imagine like being a twin and they're like, hey, so should we like sh- share a dick? You'd be like, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, it's just, it ain't right. It really isn't. But again, it comes back to like needing to find your shock factor in order to draw in the money, doesn't it? Because I think that I think those two, because th- this sounds really mean, but I, I don't mean it as mean. They're not very attractive. Like they're not not very good looking um class they're not classically good looking right so mm. i think they started off trying to be like those model twins you know because you do okay. see very successful twin twins that are models yeah, yeah. um and i saw that they, they did drag together and you know t- that 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 happened now with like gay twins they do drag together and stuff like i've seen that quite a lot and i think maybe because they just weren't getting picked up as like twin models it got more like oh look me and my naughty twin you know and then all of a sudden you realize there's a lot of sick people that are like yeah fucking shag each other and so they just did right okay so let me ask do you think do you think you see how uh Gays can go, uh, sorry, straight people can like go gay for pay and they say that there's just absolutely no sexual pleasure in it for them at all. Like it's just a job to them. Do you think that could be the same with them? And they're like, no, do you know what? That is my sister. Like, yeah, okay. They might be like bodies, whatever, touching occasionally, but it's not, it's not a sexual infatuation. Oh my God. I just came up with a name for it. Incest for invest. (gasps) (laughs) Or invest for incest. That's mm. better. Invest for incest. Yeah. Rotten. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I can't put myself in the mindset of many sick people, you know? Like, do I want to be a serial killer? No. You know, like, do I want to shag my brother? No. You know? yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Let's move on to the Fagony arm. Okay. I'm actually really interested to hear, because I'm, I'm, it's stumping me just reading it. 
Um, okay, so this guy says, Hi, Cocktails and Confessions. So I've been dating this boy, been on three dates, and I quite, yeah. I quite liked him. We've only had sex once. And then on the third date, he said that he's got something to tell me. I thought it was going to be something really serious, but then he told me that he's actually been wearing a toupee the entire time. Oh, my God. Is that the end of it? Yeah. What, like, what, he's asking, what does he do? He's saying, oh, I still like him, but I just don't know. Okay, so my opinions on this, right? So, okay, let me collect my thoughts. <laughs> you've, been dating, you've been dating him for a little while. You've had sex with him. Because, because um, men's toupees now are so advanced that they look incredible. Like, you can really pull off. Like, it, look, it looks so real now i've seen i've seen them on so when he says toupee i'm guessing i don't feel like it's just judging from the person who wrote this in i don't feel like it's a like a donald trump style toupee no i think because you know the ones you get them glued to your head now yeah and it's like a full wig sometimes it might even just be like a male wig well they call it a unit don't they which is the way they try and masculinize it so when it's when it's men's and it's glued to the scalp, it's called a unit, a hair unit. Um, you know who wears one is um, the Vivian, the drag queen, the Vivian. Vivian yeah, wears one. Yeah, she does, yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I absolutely don't think there's anything wrong with it. And um, I also, I think, I think I'm fine with it. I think if, um, and as well, three dates is the point where you start being really honest with somebody and you start right, saying like, yeah. listen, this leg isn't real or, um, you know, <laughs> I've, I have a glass eye, you know, I've got four kids, anything, you know. Yeah. And like the, in a the, pear tree. <laughs> because, because, because how much does somebody owe somebody, you know, like when you first meet somebody, you don't say, you, you don't go like, Oh, you know, like, I oh, don't know. Totally. Like, yeah, like, for sure. I drove over somebody in my car two years ago. It's not what, <laughs> it's not the first thing that you tell. <laughs> it's not the first thing that you tell somebody. So I think that the person has done the right thing by disclosing it on the, after three dates, three dates, one shag, I think is the perfect amount of time where you say, hey, listen, I just want to make you aware of this. What's my advice to the person who's on the receiving end of it is fucking get behind it and boost the confidence of the person you're with enough where either they feel completely fine about wearing it or they feel like they don't have to because they, they, you still like them. I think that I it's mean, totally fine. Yeah, that's, I think like, if even if, it's an initial shock factor. I mean, it will be quite a shock to see them without it. I guess if it's a full head of hair, and they're quite mm-hmm. and they're quite receded. But um, really, really, how unattractive? Like, how can like from unattractive to attractive? How big can that be with just a piece of hair? Like, you must you must like this person to have gone on three dates with them. Yeah, so. especially in gay world, three dates is three years. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it. And I just think, like, you go on a few more dates, it will probably get to a point where you don't even mind them without the headpiece. Yeah, for sure. When I first met Alex, um, he was bald, completely bald. And he would 
but he would bick razor his head um, every day. And now he's got a full head of hair. And I, I like it both ways, you know, like it looks, I think it looks great either way. So I think when you like somebody enough, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but hold you know, on. like you I would like talking to... about from like a bald head to like an inch of hair. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I'm betting that this person has got like a big quiff. Well, not necessarily. Yeah, I feel like all the ones that I see adverts for on Facebook, where it's like, buy this man's wig, buy this... And it's like uh, a man with hardly any hair, and then he's putting on this wig. Um, it's always long, because otherwise, what's the point? Like, they're not going to put on, like, because this Because really... it can just be for the... It can just be for the appearance of hair. Well, the, this really short, like, news reporter wig. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. We're going to have to... I think we need to find out what type of wig this is because there's a lot of debate around it. Do you know what? I, I actually would rather a man have a unit installed, a unit of hair installed. I would rather that than those dodgy Francois Sagat head tattoos. Right. right. I think they... I, I've seen those done and it's very rare that they look good. Do you know what? Because I've always thought about getting uh, a hair transplant but and I see some people, yeah you've said this before yeah and I see some people that have it done and I'm like oh it actually like it looks all right but like if you look hard enough I just feel like 98 percent of the time you can always tell and I'm just trying to weigh up like would I rather people be able to tell but like I still had more hair or just kind of go with it and you know? I think that from my experience, because a lot of trans women get hair transplants, um, my experience with it is that hair transplants are a lot like tits. If you go somewhere cheap that, or somewhere that you don't research enough, you can end up with a really bad job. But there are people that are so great at hair transplants and they can look completely flawless i think it comes down to the amount of money that you spend and the amount of time you invest into researching your surgeon but um i would i would rather it it depends on like the thickness of the hair well yeah if they're just gluing six hairs to the front of your head then it's always going to be bad isn't it (laughs) and as well like it went when somebody hasn't finished losing their hair i've seen cases where they have the hair and moved to the front and then they lose the hair at the back so they're just left with the tuft of hair in the front of their head oh right okay yeah if somebody's still receding it can go past the point where you had the transplant maybe that's so you why can end up with big gaps maybe that's why cheyenne, cheyenne jackson had five well yeah people it's quite common for people to get multiple hair transplants but um like i would rather that or a wig than um, the head tattoos there's very few, there's very few of those that i've seen that done that have done well do you know what if you get them that are just done because my friend actually uh has a business in miami where he does head tattoos and his look really yeah. good he did marks mark's got one of course he did mark's got one yeah yeah mark's doesn't look that bad like i think mark's looks all right but mark honest. never shows it that's, Mark never ever shows it. That's true, he doesn't. But because I think because Mark's isn't like a Francois Sagat one, like Francois Sagat's one's like a full head tattoo. His is horrible. Yeah, I don't like it. I remember seeing it when I was about 16 and he was in Attitude magazine or something. And I was thinking, what is that? <laughs> yeah, it looks really weird. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I think just uh, stick with your man and his headpiece. 
and his wig or his yeah i do too to pay or whatever it is um at the end of the day they are things that you can get over yeah and also you should um appreciate and thank him for having the courage to tell you about something like that this early on because i know people that have lied for years in relationships over things like that you know like i know a girl who um when they when they first got together with her boyfriend she um he used to say how beautiful her eyelashes were and he asked her if they were real and she said yes well they weren't they were extensions so she could never go without eyelash extensions because he used to say like she's so beautiful her eyelashes it was like one of the first things he would say was like her eyelashes her eyelashes and then what happened lockdown happened she couldn't get her eyelashes filled in they all fell off oh I'm sorry, but yeah. that is a ridiculous thing to lie about. Well, yeah, it is. But my point is, like, he had the conviction to say, after one shag and three fucking, three Nandos, you say, like, <laughs> oh, listen, I've got, this wig's not mine. <laughs> this hair is still bought. Um, yeah. I remember my friend telling me a story once about, well, it was actually my friend divulging an incident about his friend. So I don't know like if I'm supposed to know this, but it's all anonymous. So, um, And he was getting a blowjob from this guy. And as he had his hand on the back of his head and he was like pushing the guy's head down onto his dick, he pulled his hand away and like all of these extensions came out. No. Oh, my goodness. That's awful. Extensions are another thing, though. Like, unless you have them done by a very, very skilled person, they do not look right. Yeah. I remember I had extensions done when I was about 17. I was obviously baby trans. And um, and I only had about two inches of hair. And they, they did these bloody 20-inch white blonde extensions into my hair. Oh, God, I looked terrible. <laughs> I looked like shit. And it cost my stepdad £800. <gasps> Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, and and I never paid him from. Obviously, I'd be like, no. no, 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 I'm like, this don't count. <laughs> no, it was terrible. Oh my god, they looked so bad. Um. Well, listen. I wish this guy good luck with your. Yeah, good luck. Give your man some love. Yeah, let us know how you get on. Keep us updated. Yeah. Um, and I just do a quick thank you to the Patreons. Um, so just I explained this on the last episode, but uh, Danny, just so you get the briefing as well. <laughs> so I've started a patron just for the podcast so that you get like one extra episode a month and you can get that on through Cocktails and Cocktalk as well. But that one is like a bit more expensive because you get other benefits. So if you just want to support the podcast, that's like three dollars or like two British pounds um, and you just download the Podbean app. And search for our name and that's it. And then there's, I think there's three episodes on there already, member ones. And then we'll do another one next week. Cool. So without further ado, adieu, the supporters for this week are Cordero Lane, Brad Camden, Mikkel Edwards, Eric Nielsen, Warren Farson, David Atkinson and James McCall. And the producers for this week are Leonard Goodwin and Terence Jelks. Yay! (laughs) 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 All right, then, my darling. Well, listen, lovely to speak to you. I'll catch you on the next episode.